Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here with another episode of the Chrissy Crash podcast with the amazing B Train talking about cannabis and athletes. What's up, B? How are you? Hi, guys. Thanks for having me again. I missed you. I missed you. We're so excited that you're back. And this, I feel like. I feel like I hear you talk about this one a lot. I mean, I know that you have a lot of friends that are, you know, former athletes and that are in the cannabis space. And today we're going to talk about three big letters, TBI, traumatic brain injury. And this is something that I think is really important inside of roller derby because we have a lot of athletes that bang their noggin and have to go through that process of coming back. So Yep. Let's talk a little bit about this. What do you feel like is the current consensus on like the relationship between like cannabis use and TBIs? Are there any specific like cannabinoids that have been shown to particularly be effective in in reducing the symptoms of TBIs? Yes. So I also want to back it up a little bit. So traumatic brain injury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is it? Yeah, like, yes. Did you bonk your noggin? Absolutely. Are there different like grades and stuff on concussions? Yes, absolutely. So you can have your just like little itty bitty like I smack my head all the time or you can have like a really good fucking whack and again so they can have side effects you can have like light sensitivity you can have extra headaches you can have trouble sleeping you can have memory issues you can have focus issues issues you can have anxiety depression there's literally like so many things that come along besides like I hit my head I have a headache like There's so much stuff that can go wrong over time, or you can be fine. Like, oh, I hit my head. No big deal. Great. (laughs) Like, that's awesome. Like, it's back to normal. I have several clients that have gone through, like, gnarly. I mean, just one day fell, smacked their head really hard at practice, and from then have gone through, like, headaches, depression, like, mood changes. I mean, it's incredible the impact that it can have when we when we really get a, a big hit to the head or, like, I know a lot of fighters that have taken a lot of consistent hits to the head. Exactly. And that's, like, a, yeah. you, you talk to some of those people and you're like, wow, you've hit your head a lot. Oh, punch drunk, dude. It's fucking real. It yeah. is absolutely. And then, and besides like us being in sports, you know, like roller derby, ice hockey, football, MMA, UFC, where it's just like, okay, but then there's also- Surfing, man. I smack my brain surfing. I rattle my dome all the time when I fall on a fast wave. Exactly. And like, and then we're not even, and that's just like, that's like your professional athletes, your semi-professional athletes, you're like your hobby athletes. And then like, we're not even talking about like, because again, concussions, TBIs, like they can happen in auto accidents, domestic violence, like there's all of that. 
where, you know, the study and the research and the data is out there that like concussions happen. And then as, as like, it continue to happen. So if you're doing like with your veterans, your IEDs, you're getting blown up, you're literally in warfare, you'll have it too. So like having the grade of the, like the TBIs that can even transfer over like extended head trauma over time that can lead into CTE where your brain just like gets this extra plaque and it'll also like, I don't think to decay is the right word at the same time. Like you start to slowly go away. So it's just a matter of just like, just like a lack of connectivity kind of thing. Like things aren't firing the way that they used to. Well, it's also kind of similar to like Alzheimer's dementia and like where you get the shakes of those things, like Mm -hmm. things that nervous system. So like those will start sooner. Yep. So one of the things like, with cannabis it's an anti-inflammatory and also helps with pain so again like as you're like if you're coming out of a concussion and you are with, with your team of medical professionals or you are with your doctor again do what they say and also have a conversation about like cam therapy so complementary and alternative medicine which are cannabinoids so as we speak here about like the specific TBI, I'm more interested and I just spent like the last class designing a clinical research study specifically for this. Can medical cannabis help with post-concussion syndrome symptoms? So the way that that's defined is you have your, you have like that moment in time where you bonk your head and then it's a month later. So if all your symptoms go away within a couple of weeks, fuck yeah, party. Well, maybe not party party, but you know what I'm saying. But again, if you're still yeah. having those symptoms. But just fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, get after it. it. Like, again, return to play. So especially, you know, a lot of you have for your audience right now is roller derby athletes. Pretty much it's like return to play. So I bonk my head and then whatever concussion protocol your team has, follow that. Follow your doctors. And then if you also want to include cannabis, cannabis therapy into your routine, absolutely. Again, just remember, as we talked about in the previous episode, be mindful of drug-drug interactions. So if you're on blood pressure medication or if you're on insulin or anything like that, just, again, stagger by two hours any cannabis and your existing drugs. And again, again, the goal is to reduce your symptoms. Do we reduce it to zero? I don't know. I hope so. At the same time, if you're on a pain scale of 10, where fuck everything. And if I can get you, if you're introducing cannabinoid therapy into your routine, then we get you from a pain scale of like eight, nine, 10 down to a five. Fuck. Yeah. Now you can pay attention to your family. You can maybe drive. You can just like wipe your ass when you take a shit, just like the basic day-to-day routine. It's your daily activities. Do you want to get back into the game? Absolutely. At the same time, like, can you feed yourself? Right. It's so much more than just getting back into play. Exactly. So how do you address concerns then that cannabis might like exacerbate symptoms of a T like a TBI, like for example, in terms of like cognitive impairment or like memory problems. There isn't the research out there for so much of like the memory issues as an adult. That's more so just like the cognitive function and just like building your brain. If you're a fucking stoner as a teenager, that's where the research shows like, Hey, don't do that, please. Again, once in a while, moderation, yeah, get after a little bit. But like, if you're talking about like they have that heavy usage as a teenager, please don't. As an adult, exacerbating stuff is more along the lines of depression. And that's more with the THC cannabinoid versus CBD, CBG. So 
if you're taking a lot of THC and you have anxiety, that's where it could spike and it could get worse. So it's again, just being mindful of just like, Hey, I'm having a panic, panic attack, or I'm extra anxious. Also stop drinking eight cups of coffee a day. Like that'll do it. So again, just be mindful of like what we're putting into our body, like what's going into all of our holes as well as like what we're putting on top of our skin. So Again, if you have anxiety, just be mindful if you're going high THC products. If you're in pain, because it could get worse. It might not. It's just something to like to take into consideration that like that's a side effect. Like it could make my anxiety pop. So that's crazy. So I had no idea. So they've done a lot of research with with so it's not necessarily like we're worried we're not worried about like, oh, this is gonna exacerbate your TBI symptoms of the things that we think about as a stoner of like, Oh, you're not gonna be able to remember stuff, whatever. But they have yeah. found that in like teenagers that are like getting high a lot, that it's what, like affecting the prefrontal cortex or what? Because I didn't spend a lot of time digging into that particular thing. I would have to like, I have no problem like going digging back into the white papers and like getting you all that specific mm-hmm. information, like part of the brain it fucks with or like doesn't develop as well of like short-term memory loss or long-term memory loss it's just a matter of just like as a teenager i just remember like the studies weren't good Mm -hmm. where if it's like that's the thing is like you smoke weed on the weekends once or twice i'm not worried about that it's your heavy consistent using that can affect your life if you just like continue on yeah that makes sense though right i feel like i remember being a stoner as a kid and and after a while, you were just like, we, we used to call it permabaked. Like, you were just like, yeah. even when you weren't high, you were high. And your poor little brain is just trying to develop. And you you have no idea what that's going to do in the long term. They've actually found even that, like, especially for males, I was listening to this on, I think, like a Joe Rogan podcast. They were saying, like, especially for, like, like young men, like, mm-hmm. heavy, like, big doses of of. THC are like potentially really bad and can like lead to like psychotic breaks and stuff, which is crazy because I know teen males are the worst ones to be like the most likely ones to smoking weed. Oh, for sure. There actually is research and there is data. So I have schizophrenia in my family. So if you have that, basically, if like if you're, is it predisposed? Like if you have basically like that genetic makeup where you have schizophrenia in your bloodline and Mm -hmm. you are having like you're participating in cannabis a lot during your teenage years like you can basically like trip that first schizophrenic episode faster so crazy yeah and like there at that actually is i think we spent we spent a couple weeks with that so it's basically just like cannabis and schizophrenia like don't do it like it's not good because like schizophrenia should not take thc and if you have it in your family as a teen male you can get that schizophrenic episode faster it makes sense though right because like at that point like your prefrontal cortex for all of your logic and reasoning and so many things going on is all still developing until you're like 24 yeah we should and and yet at like 15 people start putting all this shit in their system sometimes even younger and that's like a big chunk of that time where we're developing everything it's crazy yeah absolutely and they're just like oh my kid is is like oh he's too hyper and you're just gonna put him on all these fucking drugs as a child i'm like oh my god just go run outside like go get the wiggles out do some kids need some drugs for sure all of them no just go outside and run 
So then on that topic, I know this is not necessarily TBI related, but like if we're talking about developing child minds and like, let's say using CBD to treat children, is there like a recommended age to avoid like that when you can start treating someone with CBD or is it just being mindful of the dose that you're not like taking too much with like a developing mind? So the research that we, the research that I've come across, it's the CBD is fine. It's more on the THC because again, like the cannabinoids react and the cannabinoids, like the pharma, like the pharmacology and the pharmacokinetics of like how the cannabinoids affect and like work in our body. It's different. It's different molecules. THC behaves very different. And there's very different receptors that it interacts with than CBD. And like, THC is pretty much like your central nervous system. It's your CB1 receptors. And then CBD is your periphery. It's everything else. So it's not specifically just like, here's your recommended dose. It's just that like when it comes, it's more like, honestly, it's like, it's more along the lines of like the THC related activities when it comes to the developing brain, because it's literally your central nervous system. Got it. Got it. Okay, sweet. Well, so coming back to TBIs then. So generally... Someone who, let's say, has smacked their head is dealing with a lot of these symptoms. So you're saying CBD is probably more of the direction to be going? And a little, like, honestly, it would be a full spectrum product. It's having that little bit, especially if you're experiencing headaches. So a full spectrum mm-hmm. CBD product or just a low dose THC edible or a tincture or even a vape, great. Just understand that again, like if you do have anxiety, just be mindful of your panic attacks, be mindful of your anxiety and like, I don't want to call them episodes, just like be mindful of your body and how you're feeling. So again, like we want to reduce the, we want to reduce the pain. We want to improve your sleep. We want to reduce the irritable, like irritability. So it's honestly, it's all of it. It's all of the cannabinoids and just figuring out, you know, what works best for you. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, this has been super helpful. So if anyone out there has more questions about TBIs and cannabis or athletes and like what they should take, can they contact you, ask questions? Is there a good place to find you for all of your genius and knowledge? Yeah. Call, text, email anytime. I especially like it when you're creepy and you slide into my DMs. So I can be found on Instagram. It's my last name, Semex, S-E-M as in Mary, E-I-K-S. Obviously follow Chrissy Crash. We've probably been tagged in a bunch of dumb shit over the years. So you can find me. And then I'm yeah, just go look at my tagged photos and there's probably a picture <laughs> of our butts and our dogs. <laughs> pretty much. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Bethany Semex. That's pretty much like where I spend a lot of my time just like talking and sharing like, hey, I read the story. Hey, I did this homework. Here's where I found stuff. I spend a lot of time on like more on LinkedIn. and like the dumb shits on Instagram, obviously. So yeah, just reach out anytime. I love talking about this stuff. And that's pretty much, you know, why I went to go get another master's. Dumbass. is like, so I can't source for you. I like to learn stuff. I like to talk about it. I like to answer questions. And if I don't have the answer for you, I'll find it because I have a really good network of medical professionals that also want to help people. So we got you. Awesome. Cause like we say, life is a contact sport. She who touches the most lives wins. Thanks so much <laughs> for being on B. These two episodes have been so great. Again, if you guys know anyone who's struggling with TBIs, who is struggling with pain as an athlete, please share this podcast, the podcast before it. Um, so we can make sure we have healthy, happy, feeling good roller derby athletes all over the world. And Whee! we'll see you guys in the next episode.